The 10-Minute Math Podcast will help parents answer the two big questions. Why is math taught differently today? And how can I support my own child at home? We are your hosts, Jan and Colleen. We are two teachers crazy for math and on a mission to help parents use normal everyday routines such as bedtime or mealtime as opportunities to build their children's number sense so that their children can find the joy, wonder, and beauty of mathematics. 10-minute math, an equation for fun, daily routines to make math connections. Welcome to episode 94, season 2 of the 10-Minute Math Podcast. We are here to help your child have some fun this summer while developing number sense. Today is the start of week 2 of our four-week challenge. Now let's get started. Welcome to week two of our free four-week challenge on how to support your child's number sense. We are so glad that you tuned in and sincerely want to support your own child at home. If this is your first time listening to our podcast, you may want to go back to podcast episode number 33, which explains what this four-week challenge is all about. So let's get to it. During week one, we discussed three ways that you can share a positive attitude about math with your child. First was to communicate with your child how much you enjoyed math in school and that math can be fun. Secondly, you want to avoid talking negatively about math and promote a growth mindset. Finally, you can support your child's effort and perseverance when playing games and doing puzzles. Right, that was the week one challenge. Now you're going to enjoy this next challenge. So for the week two challenge, we would like you to play games with your child. Games can include both board games and dice games. So let's talk about why games are so important. First of all, board games and dice games build a child's number sense. Board games, in particular, develop a child's counting skills, which includes understanding that numbers have a specific order and that each space on the game board is accounted with exactly one number. Teachers refer to this as one-to-one correspondence. Dice are used to build a child's spatial reasoning. The goal is for a child to roll dice and know exactly how many dots are showing based on the pattern on the dots and without counting. Instantly knowing how many dots on one die will free up a child's working memory to figure out the total dots on two or more dice. So go and check out the toy room at your house. Take inventory of the board games you have purchased through the years to find one or two that you think your child will enjoy and is appropriate for your child's current age. You can also check around the house for any dice that you might already have. If you have preschool children, you might want to purchase the inexpensive large foam dice that can be found at the dollar store. These oversized dice are great for smaller hands and quiet on adult ears. (laughs) Yeah, and the best thing about board games and dice games is ability to involve the entire family for making fun memories and promoting a positive attitude about math. So this week, check out the family schedule and devote an hour or two for family game night. Who would have known that a family game night would be so important to developing a child's number sense? 
In fact, Dr. Robert Siegler has done research showing that playing certain board games has a positive impact on a child's ability to name numbers, count, understand the rank order of numbers, understand a number's magnitude, understand number line estimation, and learn answers to arithmetic problems. I know, and we have five different games you can play with just dice. Game number one is called Roll a Value. Players roll two dice and find the total value, and then use coins to show the value. You can also take this game one step further and have players draw a picture of the dice and coins. And game number two is called Roll to Six. So in this game, two players each have their own die and roll it at the same time to try to get a number one. Once a player gets a one, then they keep rolling until they get a number two. So players roll their dice at the same time and the first player to roll a one through six in order first wins the game. Yeah, game number three, one that kids will really love. It's called Stuck in the Mud. Who doesn't like to be stuck in the mud? That's for sure. <laughs> uh, and five dice are needed for this game. Players roll all five dice and keep out any twos and fives as they are stuck in the mud and then roll the rest of the dice. On the second roll, players count the total points of any dice that are not a two or a five. There are five rounds in each game and the lowest score wins. Game number four is called Roll to 20. To play this game, you draw 20 squares on paper for each player. Players take turns rolling two dice and find the total value and draw an X in that many squares. The first player to fill all 20 squares wins the game. This game can also be adapted to a child's current counting level by either reducing the number of squares to 10, or maybe even five if you're just starting out, or increasing the number of squares to 100. And game number five is called Making 10. In this game, players take turns taking six dice and finding all the combinations of 10. Each unique combination to 10 is worth one point, and the first player to 10 points wins. So let's do a recap. The week two challenge, should you choose to accept it, is to play games with your child. So look at your schedule and plan a family game night. If you would like to get a copy of our free children's dice games we talked about in this episode, or a copy of our four-week challenge, head over to our website at 10minutemath.com. That's T-E-N minutemath.com. Bye for now, and thanks for... Making Math Fun!